and God will speak through a vessel that is not afraid to say what the Lord has said. This is what intercessory prayer is all about. It's not about petitional prayer. This is about a dying world. And how glorious is the gospel of the kingdom of our Savior. Isn't it awesome? I mean, you, you could be out in the world, but you're here. You're here. This is the real life. God is really good. Let's not take for granted the beautiful life that we have. I know it could be seen like it's rough, but it's not. It really isn't. What's bad is that you meet your maker and you don't and you haven't served him I mean you can still serve God without a car you can still serve God without a job you can still serve God with no food you can still serve God right now the things that I just said there's a lot of people abroad and even right here in America that serve them in the same manner. That's why I want to go hard when it comes to my walk with God. For the ones who can't and don't have the pleasures and the leisure that we have. I want to serve them that much harder for them. How about y'all? I mean right now we can come and Assemble together and gather and scream out Jesus' name, Yeshua, however you want it, Yehoshua, we can do that. Mm. Yeah, but for how much longer? Y'all paying attention to what's going on? Yeah? Well, if you're not, he's going to come upon us suddenly. And I'm not going to be caught off guard. So that means if I'm not caught off guard... I'm going to make sure you're not caught up, God. Yeah? See, this is the thing. When it comes to Christianity and what we're doing here, and our worship on Tuesday and every other Friday and every Sunday, you know, it can get kind of, you know, in the, in the flesh, monotonous. And, and that's not the spirit. He said, this is our reasonable duty. I mean, I'm not even going to ask you to do something that's not reasonable. Is our prayers acceptable? Is our worship acceptable to God? You know? Is it a sweet savor in his nostrils? You know? How we speak to each other, we, we think it's just, you know, Minister Brian or Tiffany. No, it's God that's in them. How are we treating each other? Then I want a healthy church. That's what I want to present to my father. It's a healthy church church that means everybody has to be healthy well to be healthy sometimes we got to identify some things that shouldn't be there amen I mean you got to be willing to identify you know once you identify then you can get to work on those things you know it's sad when you look at the condition of the body of Christ or, or do you look I look I want anybody to come here any way they are. Any way they, that they seem to be. But I want them to leave change, though. Don't you, want, don't you want that? Anybody want that with me? I want people to be changed. For the better. <laughs> yeah? For the better. Well, that, that's in you. That, that is determined by you. That is determined by you. The whole world and the condition of it is determined by you. That's what we were put here for. He died so the whole world 
would be saved. Not just a few. But seems to be only a few receive them. I want to look at my life. I want to look at me. I'm looking at no one else. What can I do to get closer to God? What can I do to better my relationship with God? If I better my relationship with God, my relationship with you will be better. That's why we're talking about relationship. Yeah? We're going to get into the kingdom because of our relationships. No other thing. Because of our relationship. My relationship with God is going to be, my criteria is that I am obedient. Not rebellious. That's how I want to get in because I am obedient. Yeah? How about y'all? How y'all want to get in? Anybody want to raise in? How y'all want to get in? I'm going to get in by my obedience. I don't know. Is there any other way? Well, you would get in because you believe. Well, that's because I'm obedient. Hmm. Man. This is warfare. The battle doesn't get any easier. But it gets better. <laughs> it don't get easier, but it gets better. How many of y'all believe that? It doesn't get easier, but it gets better. <laughs> I don't know, man. God, how do you know you are in the truth? Can I go somewhere? <laughs> hey, Minister. Jesus, I love what you say about truth this season. It's going to be the, the only season that we as believers to be in is truth. <laughs> this is the season that we're going to lie. That's just not a season. This is the season for truth. Amen? Amen. How about we start? Well, <laughs> that's what light does. So it, I want to be in the truth. Okay. How many of y'all want to be in the truth with me? Amen. Do you? Amen. Okay. So you can't, be, you can't be afraid to be vulnerable then. Amen. See, the problem is with vulnerability, as, as, uh, as our brothers are exposing and saying, you know, whatever it is that they're struggling with, they can't trust us. How, I ain't going to tell you none of that. That's a, re- that's a problem. Mm, not a good friend. I want to be an intimate friend. Don't y'all want to be intimate? That's the highest level. How many of y'all just want to stay acquainted and casual? I want to stay all the way. I want to be an intimate friend with Shaft. I want to be an intimate friend with Nick. I want to be an intimate friend to you. I do. (laughs) The way to do that is tell the truth. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm delivering the truth to you. I made a statement and I meant what I said. How many of us can say that and actually mean that? I meant what I said. Y'all can say that. Be a friend. Yeah, I'm going to be a friend. Yeah, we'll walk away like, yeah, okay. Well, when I say that, that means there are going to be things that's going to have to prove that we are what I said. Amen. I'm prepared. Are you? I'm prepared. See, I, my walk with God is through my heart. That's the best way. That's the safe way. See, a lot of us aren't doing this. What we do is in our hearts. It's supposed to be in your heart. Oh, my goodness. If it's not, the enemy can come for it. He's always coming for what's in your heart. That's how he knows what's his. Mm. So what's in your heart? He comes for. <laughs> okay. I just, I'm just, I just like dropping keys everywhere. <laughs> I found out this thing is not hard. <laughs> if you allow God to be in control. Can I show you something? All right. We, we, we're on the same thing of who is Satan and and in and, and, and the of prayer, well, you need to know who he is. Amen. So you can identify that it is not your friend. Right. Oh, okay. 
Minister, go to Luke 4. Go to Luke 4. Thirty-one, thirty-five. Let's find out what the enemy is doing here. This is Luke chapter 4, beginning at verse 31. And he descended to Capernaum, a town of Galilee. And there he continued to teach the people on the Sabbath days. And they were amazed at his teaching, for his word was with authority and ability and weight and power. Mm. Now in the synagogue, there was a man who was possessed by the foul spirit of a demon. And he cried out with a loud, deep, terrible cry. Ah, let us alone. What have you to do with us? What have we in common, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent, muzzled, gagged, and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown the man down in their midst, he came out of him without injuring him in any possible way. Mm. Wow. And why did Jesus tell that demon to shut up? Was he, was he lying? Who he was? Oh, he told the truth. <laughs> he told the truth. Man, why did he tell him, shut up, rebuke him? Why? Why did Jesus rebuke the Spirit's acknowledgement? It's the truth, though, won't it? Hmm. This is a critical point before we go on. Jesus stopped the acknowledgement, the proclamation of the evil spirit. Jesus would not allow the evil spirit to witness to his deity. Hmm. Why? Because it was a false witness. A profession only. The evil spirit was not confessing from the heart. Nor from the will mm -mm, to follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all, we've we read that scripture. No understanding what's happening here. Just told him to be quiet. It was a false witness. false confession nor did that spirit have any intent to follow his confession the only confession Jesus accepts was the confession of the man who made a deliberate decision to follow him as Lord so why is that in the Bible why didn't we have understanding of that? Hush, he told every time a demon starts to speak, shut, hush, be quiet. Because there's other people around and you can't get saved on a false witness. <laughs> this is the season for truth. The Holy Spirit knows exactly what to give. Uh, see, this is how we want to go to God. We want to be fully informed. Not deceived. Wait a minute. He is a liar. And the father of lies. He is the source of lies. He is the sustainer of lies. That's why he calls him the father of lies. What you father, you sustain. Hello? 
Oh, y'all going to be real informed when y'all meet God. I'm going to make sure. <laughs> I got too much fear. We done heard this scripture, but never taught in understanding, in context of what's going on here when he said, be quiet. We got to be very careful. This whole teaching is about how Satan, how we need to know his devices and how he twists and, you know, mingle in scripture. Oh, man. Oh, pray for me. Let's see. Isn't that something, y'all? Does it give you a new light on, am I saved? Did I, did I really confess with my heart? And he told him, be quiet because I know you're in. You're not going to confess me and then follow me. You can't. This is what we do. And to follow him, you mean you're going to have to be obedient to the letter. Okay, we don't want to do this thing. Oh, man. That's enough right there. I can close the book going home, man. That's it. Y'all got it. Y'all got it? So I'm always, I want to make sure that I'm not deceived by my confession. The confession has to be inward. And see, once it's inward, that's how the new man is revealed. The hidden man of the heart. So everybody got a hidden man of the heart. Has he been revealed? Well, the only thing that's going to reveal him is truth. Who are you? See, we, we say we, I'm a follower of Christ, but let's, let's do the checklist and see do you really follow him. Okay, the, 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 the rich young ruler, I mean, I do everything from the, from the beginning, everything. No, but you're missing this one thing. So the one thing forfeited him from being a disciple. And they said he went away grieved. See there? He had much substance. Okay, here we go. I don't want that to be y'all. We sitting up in here and being deceived. I don't want that. And you shouldn't want that. Do I really love everybody? Because I can't love God without including you. It's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. I mean, for real, y'all. For real. That as we as we do that, I mean, do we really love? I mean, and then love is an action, so it's gonna it's gonna show. I know you've been hurt by some people in here. Mm. 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 Okay, but love never fails. See, sometimes things happen because I'm trying to perfect something in you. But you are more concerned with what they did. And you should be more concerned how you felt. And is it right? Yeah? How you going to know you're going to pass the test if you're not in the classroom? How you going to take the test if you don't show up? Oh, okay. The devil is real. <laughs> Jesus believed he was real. So we should believe that he's real. We should believe in the one that believed that he was real. <laughs> we should believe in him. Okay. All right. Okay. Woo. Jesus spoke to him. He spoke about him. He cast him out. He binded him. He destroyed him. He mashed his head. It did. It did destroy him. Didn't you read the book? Okay. He wins. <laughs> we win. Because I believe in the one that believed. <laughs> okay. The word believes. That he was sent from the father. <laughs> Woo. The word has his own will. Let that one marinate for a second. <laughs> Go to John. Go to John 13. 
prophecy here. Go to John 13, 19. We're going to get some things done tonight. John chapter. Huh? John chapter 13 yeah. and verse 19. <laughs> it so reads, I tell you this now before it occurs so that when it does take place, you may be persuaded and believe that I am he who I say I am, the Christ, the anointed one, the Messiah. Keep on. Verse 20. I assure you, most solemnly I tell you, he who receives and welcomes and takes into his heart any messenger of mine receives me in just that way. And he who receives and welcomes and takes me into his heart receives him who sent me mm -hmm. in that same way. Come on. Keep on. After Jesus had said these things, he was troubled, disturbed, agitated in spirit and said, I assure you, most solemnly I tell you, one of you will deliver me up. One of you will be false to me mm. and betray me. Keep on. The disciples kept looking at one another, puzzled as to whom he could mean. One of his disciples, whom Jesus loved, whom he esteemed and delighted in, was reclining next to him on Jesus' bosom. So Simon Peter motioned to him to ask of whom he was speaking. Mm -hmm. Then leaning back against Jesus' breast, he asked him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, it is the one to whom I am going to give this morsel, this bit of food, after I have dipped it. So when he had dipped the morsel of bread into the dish, he gave it to Judas, Simon Iscariot's son. Verse oh. 27. Yes, go ahead. Then after he had taken the bit of food, Satan entered into and took possession of Judas. Jesus said to him, what you are going to do, do more swiftly than you seem to intend and make quick work of it. So you can be right next intimately connected and Satan because of your heart can enter in. Hold on. You are your heart. You are next to the word. Because that's who Jesus is, the word. And still choose the wrong thing. Sitting right here. See, this is how he wants us to be deceived. I'm going to make sure you ain't deceived. See, some of you can be like, rolling right with me. Mm. Right with the word. And, and Satan can enter in. Why are we eating? While we are having cornelia, fellowshipping, that's what that means. See, that's why you got to be careful about your heart. And don't just let anybody say anything to you about anybody else. Be careful what you allow in your heart. Amen? Man. He can only come in because where he was. Go to Matthew 13, 19. Matthew chapter 13 at verse 19. While anyone is hearing the word of the kingdom and does not grasp and comprehend it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the roadside. Hold up. While anyone is hearing what? The word. Come on, Mr. Read that again. While anyone is hearing the word of the kingdom and does not grasp and comprehend it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the roadside. So you got to be careful 
how you hear, even in here, or even when you're reading the word by yourself. Because the evil, he can enter in right then. Some of y'all know that already. Man, y'all got to be careful. Guard your heart. Your heart is a big issue when it comes to Satan. And the destruction of your belief in God. Your heart. Y'all hear this? Your belief in God and his word. Listen, the word destruction. He's the, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy, right? Destruction, right? So destruction is the action or process of causing so much damage to something that it can no longer exist or cannot be repaired. That's why you got to guard your heart. Yeah? Destruction. Not construction, building, but it's D, dismantling your belief system. It's important. Well, he does that by how you treat each other. Oh, y'all, we got to get this thing down. We got to get it quick, okay? John, 4, John 8, 44. Start at 43. John chapter 8 and verse 43. Why do you misunderstand what I say? It is because you are, you are unable to hear what I am saying. You cannot bear to listen to my message. Your ears are shut to my teaching. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Sitting right in church. Sitting right here. This is how we can approach the throne of grace. With, a clo with closed ears. That's why you can't get personality, you know, influenced by who's up speaking. Okay? Because if I put neck up, you should be able to receive from her too. Just like teacher. Okay, you don't have any personality. I'm just, she said, don't prophesy that, Pastor, yet. Sorry, I already put it in there. Woo! Smart young lady. Listen to this. Listen to this. Y'all been on my spirit all day. You and Shaft. Praise the Lord. Uh, that's a good thing. Amen? Amen? Right. That tells me that two things. I need to be mindful and prayerful for you. If I'm your pastor. Okay? another thing we got y'all fast today yeah. that makes you sensitive to the spirit right. i need you fast and pray okay. other than that i told you you're just hungry okay. all right you gotta fast and pray let's do this all right so 43 he's talking about religious people here this is what he's saying go ahead, read that again why do you misunderstand what I say? Mm. It is because you are unable to hear Here. what I am saying. Hear, sama, do. Okay? Come on. You cannot bear to listen to my message. Mm. Your ears are shut to my teaching. teaching. But you hear. But you're here. He's trying to tell you, don't shut your spirit to the truth. Hello? Okay, teacher. Here we go. I'm going to try this again. 44 through 7. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give me, give me all the way to 47. Verse 44. You are of your father, mm. the devil. Mm. And it is your will to practice the lusts. And gratify the desires which are characteristic of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a falsehood, he speaks what is natural to him. For he is a liar himself 
and the father of lies and of all that is false. Verse 45. But because I speak the truth, mm. you do not believe me. Do not trust me. You do not rely on me or adhere to me. Who of you convicts me of wrongdoing or finds me guilty of sin? Then if I speak truth, why do you not believe me, trust me, rely on and adhere to me? Whoever is of God listens to God. Mm. Those who belong to God hear the words of God. This is the reason that you do not listen to those words, to me, because you do not belong to God and are not of God or in harmony with him. Hold up. He's talking to the religious. He's talking. He's talking to the leaders. So you, you think that's not you? Could be. Hold on. He's talking to religious Jews there. The truth is not in him. He left. I'm talking about Satan now. What he's saying, he left the truth. So when Satan stopped existing in the light, you too, and stop abiding or boding in truth, you begin to exist in a lie. Mm. Or a false reality. That's even better. See how important it is to have the truth? See, and then we don't, we, we think when, <laughs> we miss it when, you know, when he says uh, all liars will have their place. See, he's talking about, this is what he's not telling. When you turn from him, you turn now, your reality is a lie. That's what he's saying. <laughs> so when you turn from the light, the truth. You now walking in what they call a lie. You're walking in a lie. There are only two states that a man can exist in. Truth or lie. There's only, there's only two states that a man can exist in. Just like you're alive or you're dead. No purgatory. No hold in place. See, when men have fear, they can make up anything. Just to ease their conscience. <laughs> but that flesh going to die. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Dante's Inferno, huh? Okay. Here we go. Y'all ready? Listen to this. There's only two states of a man. He's either truth or he's in a lie. He's either walking in truth or he's walking in a lie. So a lie is simply turning from the truth. Simply. Verse 44 says, he speaks his native tongue, which is lies, and the father of lies. Remember, the father means, I told you, source, right? It means sustainer of lies. He is the creator of of lies. He's the producer of lies. <laughs> How did he become that? He walked out of the truth. Jesus was telling the Pharisees, the leaders, that their false, listen, that their father was the devil. Y'all got the long robes. Y'all got the big crosses on you. Y'all got the mega churches. Y'all got the $5,000 pair of tennises. Mm -hmm. Y'all got two million viewers on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have access to television, networks, Oprah. Mm -hmm. The White House. What Jesus is saying is everything that you're doing is motivated, instigated. Manipulated and sustained and maintained by Satan. Mm -hmm. 
He is the father of lies. He is the sustainer. He is the source. This is what he was telling the highly elite Jewish leaders. Oh, y'all don't get it. Hmm. Who disagree? Just what Jesus was telling them. They wanted the best seats in the synagogue. They wanted to be called, you know, rabbi. It's the same kind of thing. They just didn't have, you know, internet like we do. But the same lust was there. Y'all hear me? The same approval from men was there. See, they've got to be careful with this. He's the father of lies. This is why, listen, this is, this is why religion is so dangerous. This is a dangerous thing. Now, religion is not, dang, it's not bad thing. It's not a bad thing only when men corrupt and are influenced by Satan. That's what makes religion bad. Okay? Y'all follow me? Okay. And when they do that, religion becomes now a cult or a prison that it binds the people away from God. See Satan moving? Y'all see what he does? I thought I told you we could never be a cult. <laughs> Ever. I wouldn't allow it. I know what one looked like. I came out of one. Mm. And I want to make sure when I got back into Christ, I won't get into another cult. I mean, y'all been in a cult. So if you were, <laughs> if you won't believe in God, you were in a cult. If there was some point in your life, you were not in Christ, you were in a cult. It's called the world. Yeah, it's called the world. Okay, I'm just saying, see if you ain't like, yeah, what you talking about, fast? Now watch this. Satan is introduced early in the Bible in Genesis chapter three, first book. The very first book, Jesus, listen, God is saying, I want you to meet your foe right away. At the beginning of your ministry, not three years later, in the beginning. He met him. And in Genesis, he met him dealing, listen, with humans. So when you first meet Satan... Who is he dealing with? Humans. First thing, first thing, first in the book. He didn't wait to do All right. He, he waited. He went right in the beginning. First book, you're going to meet your foe. Okay. All right. Nothing was wrong with Eve. She was pure. I heard that word earlier. She was pure. Here we go. We get saved. We're trying to live our lives right, trying to grow in our faith and in our spirit, right? And you think he's not coming for you? Mm -mm. Yes, he will. He wants you more than Eve. Mm -hmm. He wants you more than Eve. In the Old Testament, chapter what? Genesis chapter 3, he's introduced. And then in the New Testament, Matthew chapter 4, he's reintroduced. Mm-hmm. He's introducing Jesus' ministry immediately. Soon as he came out of the water, went into the wilderness, guess who he met? Soon as you get saved, for real, for real, guess who you meet? Okay, y'all don't believe it. All right. Right away. Soon as I got saved, I had to file bankruptcy. I was fine all them years. Soon as I got saved, <laughs> my bills, I like to do my stuff, y'all. Soon as I got saved, it wasn't nothing. For 38 years, nothing, everything was smooth. Everything happened. First, second, third mortgage, what? Everything happened. What happened? Okay. All right, okay. I'm just trying to tell you. I'm going to talk about me. Maybe that's not y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, watch this. Uh-huh. 
Woo. So when this happened, you got to, listen, you got to, you, you got to quickly get the word. Y'all waiting. You got to quickly get the word in you because that's the only way you would defeat that tempter. That's the only way you're going to defeat, defeat that tempter is get the word in you quickly. Okay. Y'all getting it? Okay. You don't need every scripture. Look at this. Watch this. You just need a few <laughs> that you can stand on and believe. Okay, I'm going to tell you why. No matter what, <laughs> what he shows you, you just need a few scriptures that you can actually believe and stand on. This is what Jesus did in the wilderness. Okay, okay, hold on. You got to get this because this is what's going to happen. He's going to come for y'all tonight if you don't be careful here. Watch this. All right. Let me see. What do I have in me? What scripture do I have in me that's, that's like my nature? Who, which one is it? Mm. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. Mm. And to him he has given power to believe, listen, to be called the sons of God. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Believe on him and you shall be saved. Okay. All right. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Ooh, and when he shows up, tell him. It is written, <laughs> says the Lord, thy God. <laughs> I have been given power to be called the sons of God. See, that right there, that scripture is enough to let him flee if you believe it. He don't need, Jesus didn't quote all verses and everything. He just went real quick. It's what's in you when he comes. Does fear show up first? <gasps> Does he catch you off guard? See, prayer prepares you for the attack. So you're not overtaken. That's why I am praying because I know it's coming. Okay, no, you don't pray because you don't know it's coming. You don't believe it's coming. It's coming to you, somebody else, but not me. Actually, that's when he's getting you. Because you don't believe. Okay, you got to see it first. Okay. Ooh, here we go. Okay. Mm -mm -mm. You don't need but a few scriptures. You just better hope. <laughs> just a few. Just hope you don't ask for nothing else. Because you ain't got no other scripture in you. You're going to be in trouble. Just ask. Just make sure. He asked for something else. You better, oh, I ain't got a scripture for that one. It's giving me the power to be sons of God. See, hopefully he'll stop right there. Okay. That's it. You won't know nothing else. All right. He, he don't know you don't believe the other one. I believe that one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> see, you need to tell him it's like when sickness come up. See, that's another thing. When sickness comes up, you need to tell him God comes. Listen, listen you should tell him this. God comes with everlasting life. Okay, y'all mean that. Satan, that means forever. See, you got to talk to him like that. No, the sickness is coming. You got cancer, whatever. No, God comes with everlasting life. It's not a reality until you're in it. See, you don't have to be sick to actually decree that one. Okay, all right, this is warfare. Remember, the more you learn... The less he controls you. The more you learn, the less he controls you. The less he can manipulate you. Frighten you. He only uses the word against you. You just haven't, you don't see how he's doing it though. See, he should never be able to come to you with love. Not here, not God's love. When you feel funny, 
when somebody leaves your presence and they feel funny, that's called your love. Not God's love. God's love, you, you be like, I don't want to leave. I want to stay in the presence. These people really love here. Okay. You should know whose love you're operating in. And I want to know who love you operating in. Because it's going to treat I'm going to see how you treat me. But it is better to give than receive. Can anybody get beyond the point of I want you to do something for me because I did something for you? How come we can't get to the point of I get more satisfaction in giving? Man, I ain't talking about money. No, no. Can you break the threshold that you prefer to give better than receiving? He said it's better to give than receive. So that means if I never receive anything, I should have more enjoyment out of giving. Who there? Nobody there? I'm, y'all got Christ? In you? You're the temple? <laughs> I mean, he abode in the living in you? You're not living in the lie? Remember, Satan has no power except you give it to him. Yeah. Satan introduced early so you won't be ignorant of his devices. That's why he introduced them early. That's why he comes early when you're really saved in your walk. Right. He comes early. He, he wants to make sure that you're not ignorant of his devices. Because if he get listen, he, he, he loves ignorance that gives him the opportunity you get you 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 get beat up and don't know who beating you up you think it's a person how many you been in that trap Mm. he said my word he said they won't even listen to my teachings it's a hard thing it's too hard for them to grasp Mm. Mm -mm. nothing like a good whooping my goodness nothing Mm-mm. Put you on the right path. The best defense is to have a better offense. Now, y'all be the best defense is to, is to have a good offense. No, the best defense is to have a better offense. And the best offense or the better offense is obtained from the knowledge of your opponent. Oh, man. See, I'm trying to get us. To study to show ourselves approved. It's not just studying the word, but it's also studying your opponent. Oh, man. A lot of things are going on in your life, like your family, your business, your career. It's being manipulated, I'm going to let you know, by Satan. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. This is why it's so important. To be able to identify good and evil. Mm. Oh, we're getting to it now. Go to Hebrews 5.14. That's our problem. We can't understand. We don't know what good and evil is. Because it can't possibly be you. <laughs> Hebrews we, chapter 5 at verse 14. But solid food is for full-grown men, for those whose senses and mental faculties are trained by practice to discriminate and distinguish between what is morally good and noble and what is evil and contrary either to divine or human law. Say it again. Read it again. (laughs) (laughs) Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 14. But solid food is for full-grown men. For those whose senses and mental faculties are trained by practice 
to discriminate and distinguish between what is morally good and noble and what is evil and contrary either to divine or human law. Okay, all right. All right. But solid food is for full-grown men, comma, for those whose senses and mental what? Faculties are trained by practice. To what? See, you want this thing just to be a one-time event. But you need some practice in your self-control. You, you need to be bombarded where you would just have to be in self-control. That way, you're going to be able to distinguish what is good and what is evil by practice. We don't want to practice. Practice does make perfect. And what you practice, the most you become fluent in. Correct? It's like a switch in your nature. I just forgive everybody. You become proficient in forgiving. So I must put you in situations where you would have to forgive. So you can practice and see what is. That you discern that's not evil. That's not an evil person. God, you. Oh, you tested me. It's hard because you're testing me. You said you believe. Oh, man, we just come on with me, y'all. I mean, we on the battlefield. Oh, my goodness. A person becomes immature because he does not exist or he doesn't exercise his mental and spiritual senses. A person becomes immature. Listen, because he does not exercise his mental and spiritual senses. Teacher. It sounds so good. One more time. A person becomes immature because he does not exercise, doesn't take the test. His mental and spiritual senses, he doesn't do it. <sighs> Note this. Note this, y'all. That is a, a possible. Note this right here. That is possible to reach. It is possible to reach full maturity in the Christian life. You don't have to stay a baby. You don't have to stay immature. You're not exercising your mental and spiritual senses. You've just been going with your physical, your, what you feel, what you taste. Oh, my goodness. Who in the test right now? Well, he giving you an answer right now how to deal with that. Oh, man. He said, I'm going to, it's not impossible for you to be fully mature. It's not impossible. Oh, my goodness. Okay. It is possible to reach. Listen, maturity in Christ. It's in Christ is that you reach your maturity. A person can grow spiritually until he is fully grown and mature in Christ. This is what God expects of all of us. Not just teaching me and a few sprinkled in the congregation. All of us. I don't like being immature. I'm 55. I ain't got time for all that. <sighs> My time is doing it down. I got to get to work. Amen. All right, here we go. How much y'all feel that way? Okay. Now, what a mature person is. <laughs> a mature or fully grown person is a person who, who discerns between, listen to this, good and evil. He is a person who lives a righteous and godly life. 
Go ahead, teacher. He has gone beyond just keeping, listen, just attending worship and Bible studies. He's gone beyond <laughs> attending worship and Bible studies. He's gone beyond just keeping the rituals and ceremonies of religion. He's gone beyond just giving money. He's gone beyond just reading the Bible. He's gone beyond just praying. This is the mature person. Teacher. The mature believer does all these things, yes, but he does much, much more. <laughs> he studies the word of God. He sets block time to aside every day to pray and worship. This is the mature person. He lives and moves, of course, and has his being in Christ. Amen. Told y'all where that came from. He keeps his mind and thoughts upon Christ and obedience to him. Okay. He witnesses for Christ, sharing the glorious salvation from the... Listen, he... he he witnesses for Christ, sharing the glorious salvation from evil and the death of this world. Now, remember, you're in the world, but you're not of it anymore. There has to be a reality to you. I'm going to say that again. That right there has to be a reality to you that you're in this world, but you're not no longer of this world. All right. He discerns both good and evil. And does good. <laughs> Did y'all hear that one? Okay. The mature believer is able to discern between true and false religion. I'm fully grown. Because I can discern true and false religion. No matter how Satan dresses it amalgamated. See, some of you can't do that. I told you, Satan is a master at disguising and hijacking the word of God. Y'all hear me? So you can easily be led astray. This is how he gets you with your emotions. This is how he gets you with the word. I told you, what he wants is your heart. What does God want? Your heart. So that's what he wants. Yeah? yeah? Oh, man, come on. It's not that hard. Oh, man. A mature believer is able to discern between true and false religion, true and false claims, sin and righteousness. He knows when he look. Uh-oh. Y'all ready for these? This is the mature person. Listen to this. He knows when to look and when not to look. He knows what to eat and when not to eat. This is the fully mature person. He knows to drink and what not to drink. Mm -mm -mm. Okay. Uh. He knows when to go and when not to go. You can't just go to anybody's ministry. He knows when to go and not to go. Okay. Okay. He knows what social to attend and what not to attend. He knows what to listen to and what not to listen to. See, man, this is how he gets so many believers fall away because you can't discern good and evil. So he, he leads you in, in religious form. To another God. Now you're out of the will of God. Now you're living the lie. Okay. And this is how he gets us. Are y'all getting anything? Okay. He knows when to listen and when not to listen. He knows. He knows when Christ is really being preached and taught. And when he's not being preached and taught. Just because you go to church, it don't mean Christ is being 
preached or taught. Yeah? Mm. Here's a hint. If there's no conviction, if you're squirming, oh, he, he don't want to. Okay. You should know. I'm just telling you. It ain't just, it's, it's more. Okay. It ain't just you. It's more than one person in here. All right. That's the truth. See, you, the kingdom operates different. If I tell you stop sinning and you get offended. If I tell you stop having premarital sex and you get offended. That means you don't like the truth. Yeah, you don't like the truth. And that's what he called a man is a fool who don't like the truth. Right? So you go to a church and they never talk about sin. They never talk about sin. See, this is the big ministry, mega ministries. Got access to everything, network, Oprah, I'm keep telling you. But we don't talk about sin. Now, we make jokes. We make fun of our belief with people like that. Y'all know who I'm talking about. That's the problem. We make fun of our Savior. And we misrepresent our Savior before the public. That's why nobody want to believe us. Now, you're not going to talk about my God in front of me. I'm not going to let you do that. You're not going to talk about Muhammad like that. You're not going to talk about Jesus like that. But no one defends him. He said, you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you before my father. Yeah. Where's that scripture at? Now we laughing and joking and pretending like we dissing that and the other. Got all these things. You are not no believer. All right. So they get, <laughs> I'm wrong for saying it. Okay. I told you men don't like the truth. They know. <laughs> Who to fellowship with and who not to fellowship with. Okay, this is a mature person. They know who teaches the truth and who does not teach the truth. You should be able to sit down. I don't care big name or whoever. If he's not teaching the truth, you should be able to discern that. Just listen a little longer. But you can't hear if you don't have the truth in you. What is the perfect and acceptable will of God? Okay? Okay, here we go. Oh, man, I want to make sure we got it. Now, watch this. I'm going to end with this. Sometimes things look good, but they're not good. Some things that don't look good, but they are good. You need to be able to discern which is what? The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Okay, let's find out something here. Minister. So Lucifer means light bearer. <laughs> right? In the Greek and Hebrew. Right? That's what it means. Yeah, hey, it went up high, didn't it? All right. That's what it means. I'm sorry. <laughs> I went up a little too high, then. I got to bring that down. That was too high. That was too high. That was too high. I need to bring that down. I got to bring that down some. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't lie. That's what T.O. said. Put some bass on it. All right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> I get excited. That happens. So it means, it means light bread, right? It means Greek and Hebrew. It doesn't. It doesn't say that he is the light. Mm -hmm. So if you understand light, you'll find out how dangerous he is. Jesus is the light, which means he's the truth. Satan was supposed to originally be the bearer of truth. The truth. Hmm. <laughs> Satan is called the light bearer 
that God also made him. Listen, he, not only did he make him the light bearer, but he also made him a musician. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Put those two together. He's the bearer of light and he's a minstrel. Hold on. God didn't make him a preacher. Mm. Okay. Watch this. Hmm. So the most powerful way to influence people with a message is with music. Mm, 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 mm. I was listening to somebody who was saying, if I can get the sound of this generation, I can enslave all of them. I have the whole culture, the whole generation, if I can get the sound. Mm, listen to this. Listen to this. So the most powerful way to influence people is with the mess or with a message is with music. Music is in everything. Okay, wait, wait, wait. It's in everything. It's in sales. It's in TV. Yeah, marketing. It's in movies. Right? It's in business. It's in religion. Music is associated with everything and everyone. Your heart. No, before I go there. Every nation has a song. Every nation has its own anthem. Right? Mm-hmm. Wow. There's something important about that. Your heart has a rhythm. <laughs> rhythm means this is a strong, regular, repeated pattern or movement or sound. That's what rhythm means. Y'all want that again? Rhythm means this is a, it's a strong, regular, repeated pattern. Or movement of sound. So your blood that's going through your veins has a sound. Everything in creation resonates a sound. Everything. Oh. So when the wind blew and the pipes was in him in heaven, the Ruach HaKadosh, you would hear Satan. He, he also comes, listen, I said he comes with pipes, right? He also has, he's also known as the angel of light. He comes as the angel of light.